Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. If I was to walk into a candy shop and they said, listen, everyone, you can take as much candy as you want. Go ahead and take as much candy as you want. If there's only five people in the room, I'm going to get a heck of a lot of candy. I'm going to walk out there with a lot of candy. Those are like followers. Those are listeners. Those are new fans. In a year, when everybody knows about it and there's a thousand people in the candy shop, I'm only going to walk out with five Twizzlers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now is a very, very important time in the life of this app. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, back to another episode of Podcast Better. Today's guest is a voice you heard briefly back in episode 50, where I encouraged my fellow podcasters to share the power of podcasting. Mark Savant is the host of the After Hours Entrepreneur, which gives you the tips, tools, and tactics to take your side hustle full time. Mark is all about digital media and loves exploring new technologies that can help you move forward. And that's exactly why I brought him on the show today. So let's dive into the interview. Well, speaking of new technologies and taking that leap, that's exactly why we're here today and why I have you on the show today is because there's this new technology, new social media platform, whatever you want to call it out there, known as Clubhouse. And it's something I heard about for weeks and months and then finally got the invite and finally was able to jump on. And honestly, I I think I'm still struggling to figure out exactly what's going on. So Mark, why don't you start off there and and tell us for anybody else who might not know what it is, whether because they don't have an invite yet or they just haven't heard of it, what is Clubhouse? So Clubhouse is an audio-only social media app. There's really no text on the platform. There's no DMing in the platform. It's all audio, okay, which is interesting for, for a few different reasons, but it's all audio. And so the basic premise is once you join in, all the people that you follow, like just like on Instagram or on Facebook, the people that you follow, you'll be able to see the rooms that they're in, that they're hanging out in. Maybe they're speaking, maybe they're just listening, maybe they're hosting rooms. And you could jump into those rooms and join the conversation. And it's spectacularly powerful for podcasters because it's audio. We're podcasters. We're all about the audio. 
right? And this is the next evolution for, you know, I could go on and on, but the, the key thing I think, Matt, that makes Clubhouse so important is it allows you to engage directly with your audience right then, right there, which is extremely difficult in the podcasting realm. So that I think is why all podcasters should really be looking at Clubhouse. That makes a lot of sense. And that's something I would love to do more of is, is get in touch with my audience and be able to help them right then and right there. Because that's something I do with podcasts better is I want to get my hands dirty and get in there with new podcasters and be able to solve the problems for them. And I think Clubhouse could be a way to go about that, but I'm still struggling to see how I'm going to build my audience over there. Is that something you've been able to do? Are you actually uh, creating rooms over there or is it you are just there learning from other people? So both. Okay, both. The learning on the platform is exceptional. I've been able to ask direct questions to people. I'm a big YouTuber, so asking questions to Sean Cannell from Think Media. He's got well over media, a million subscribers. I've had discussions with Michael Stelzner, the host of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. John Lee Dumas has joined the, the, the rooms that I've hosted. So A, access. You're able to get access to people and ask really, really great questions. I'll give you another perfect example. Earlier today, I was trying to troubleshoot a technical issue with my podcast. I hopped into one of the podcast rooms that happened daily and we were talking technical stuff. I've now ordered some new equipment on Amazon, like a Roadcaster Pro, like what you're using today. Okay. And I was able to get direct advice on how to set it up and very, very powerful for advice. However, the real value to podcasters is getting your voice heard organically by new people. Are you tired of sharing your new episodes on Facebook only to pick up like maybe one listener or get one like? Mm-hmm. It's not fun. It's not fun. And we could we could go down that rabbit hole about how to properly promote your podcast and all that. But Clubhouse right now is the best place to grow your podcast. I'll tell you what, the more times I spend speaking on Clubhouse, the more downloads I get. There's a direct correlation absolutely direct. Um, But the key to to getting value out of Clubhouse is the same as every other platform you need to create. If you're going there just to read the, look at the pictures or just watch videos or just listen, you're not going to get the value you need to create. And on Clubhouse, it's all about creating audio experiences. Okay. That's the thing. And that can be in different forms. It could be going on stage and asking questions or just joining rooms and enjoying the conversation. It could be hosting your own rooms. It could be joining a club or starting your own club. But if you want to grow on Clubhouse, you need to get off the couch. You need to get in front of the mic. You need to start speaking. So I think along with this new platform, it's going to be the case with any new technology or new platform. There's a lot of new lingo that goes along with it. And I'll dive into that in a minute, I think. But my first question is, do you think a new user of Clubhouse should they spend some time just listening to other people speak or should they jump in and start hosting right away? Within your first day, okay, within your first day, you're going to see a bunch of rooms, okay? And again, rooms are just like a regular room. You walk into the room, there's people talking, okay? Uh, just like that, okay? There's going to be a lot of rooms. You're going to see rooms with thousands of people. You're going to see rooms with two people. My suggestion, if you're new to Clubhouse, is to spend as much time as you can in these small rooms, meaning less than 30 people. Find a topic that you're interested in. in. Maybe it's podcasting. There's a phenomenal podcast community on Clubhouse. Really, really great. Really, really great. But if you're a creator, if you're a podcaster, it's a great place to be, to meet new people, to carve out a niche for yourself, to to establish yourself. But the, the first thing you should be doing is finding these small rooms in your niche 
pinging to put your hand up and get on stage. It improves the way you talk about your show. You meet people spectacularly. So within the first day, I'd love to see everybody pushing the raise hand and getting on stage and asking a question. Okay, that's interesting. So that's something I think I've struggled with. And that's partly me being an introvert. Partly that's why I like to be able to sit down at my computer and record my audio and then go in and edit. And I don't necessarily edit out a lot of content, but as you're getting a little bit behind the scenes look at right now, there are a lot of pauses in my recordings. I, I've, I've recorded episodes before. I, I always tell people, leave the silence in. It's You can take that out in five seconds or less. Truncate silence is the best feature ever. I've had episodes I record for 20 minutes, truncate silence down to 15. That's just the way I record. That's how I do it. And honestly, Matt, that is a great piece of advice to all the podcasters out there. And it's that type of information that you need to be spreading on Clubhouse. Join a room and, and, and you're the expert in editing. Listen, leave the blank silence. You know, here's how you can properly edit. Here's your, that's a question that comes up a lot too on the platform. How can I edit faster, better, stronger, you know? So that's a great piece of advice that you can share. So I think the thing, one thing that holds me back though, from necessarily like hosting a room or getting up on stage is that that's my style. I tend to stutter a lot. I have a lot of silence in my speeches. And so getting into a room like that and getting in front of people live, there's a reason I don't do a lot of like Facebook live or stuff like that, because that doesn't feel like my style. Do you think that's a problem? Do you hear other people that have that kind of style or is it just something you get over eventually? I honestly think you speak very well. Honestly, you speak very eloquently. I, you would fit right at home. This conversation is happening very naturally, very organically, but I do want to give you a piece of advice because something that can happen when you get on a stage and there's a hundred or 200 people in there, or you get to speak to this person that you've been watching for years and you're really excited to get a chance to finally ask mm-hmm. Gary V your big question. Yep, yep. You got to have a notepad when you clubhouse. Okay. Because there's going to be times where you get stuck and you don't remember where your line of thought was or what you're going to talk about. But luckily you took down some notes. So now you can kind of pick up right where you left off and make sure that you keep the conversation flowing. That's definitely something I've learned as I started interviewing more people for the podcast is I need to take notes because yes, they'll, they'll be going on answering my question, but that answer will spark three more questions. And by the time they're done answering, I don't remember the first question unless I've taken notes about it. So that's definitely, definitely good advice. But when you are not necessarily just going on someone else's stage, but you said you've started some of your own own rooms as well. Do you go in with a mindset of this is the topic that I'm going to talk about? And this is what the room is about today? Because I see a lot of people, they have these recurring rooms. I think that's kind of what Clubhouse wants to be, is to have scheduled recurring programming. And with something like that, are you consistently coming up with more topics to talk about? Or are you talking about the same things you would on your podcast? Or where is all this content coming from? There's no one right answer to do this, right? We're creators at heart. But I think that Generally speaking, if you're talking about like a podcast or a YouTube channel or a Facebook live or a LinkedIn live show, if you're committed to creating a show, you should try to commit to some sort of consistency in your frequency, right? Because if your guests never, if your listeners never know when your next episode, your next room is going to be held, it's it's harder. It creates more friction. Not everyone is paying that close attention to you that they know every time that you share a story or you, or you push out a tweet. 
Okay. But if you can get into a cadence of a consistent frequency, people know, all right, it's Tuesday night. Mark's holding his YouTube room. I've got to be there. Last week, he had Sean Cannell and Benji Travis and Roberto Blake on the stage. I want to be there. I want to be at Mark's event. Oh, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, Mark is hosting his podcast room. And last week, Michael Stelzner showed up and was doing FAQs with the audience. Okay. So if you can get into a consistency uh, of your frequency, that's definitely, I mean, look, that's going to help, but there's no one right way to do it. You just got to get started. It's just like the first episode of your podcast. You had no idea what it was actually going to be, you know, but it evolves and it grows and you get better over time. Same thing with Clubhouse. It was the same thing with TikTok, with LinkedIn, with Instagram, with all these platforms. You get better over time. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, practice makes perfect. That's what I suggest to people when they're starting a podcast. It's it's you learn by doing. And right. I, I always tell people just sit down and start recording. You don't have to release what you record, but record it so you get used to the process. So you figure out what you want to talk about, how you like to talk, how to structure an episode. All of that stuff plays into it. And I think that's what you're getting into here with Clubhouse is you just got to try it, right? Right. It's like everything. Listen, if you're going to be successful in the next five to 10 years in this space, in the content creation, you have to be comfortable trying new things. If you're trying the same thing you've always done, I mean, I don't want to disappoint anyone, but it's not going to work because algorithms change, new platforms, new trends happen. You need to be trying new things. And I might not be that gung-ho on Clubhouse in 2022, but I can tell you right now in 2021, it is a powder keg of attention for your podcast. It's a powder keg. It's a magnet for other people. You're going to be able to build your tribe very quickly there. And I'm, I'm all in on, on leveraging the platform to meet new people. So with how excited and gung-ho you are for the platform right now, how much time would you say you're actually spending on Clubhouse? So I'm spending a lot more time now than I might in the future. I'm spending a lot of time on the platform because the reach is immense. You know, again, right now it's February 11, 2021. It's still invite only. It's still Apple only access. Okay. That'll be changing very soon, but that's what it is now. So the competition is minimal. I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. She's like, Mark, you're spending too much time on Clubhouse. And I said, listen, if I was to walk into a candy shop and they said, Listen, everyone, you can take as much candy as you want. Go ahead and take as much candy as you want. If there's only five people in the room, I'm going to get a heck of a lot of candy. I'm going to walk out there with a lot of candy. Those are like followers. Those are listeners. Those are new fans. Okay. In a year when everybody knows about it and there's a thousand people in the candy shop, I'm only going to walk out with five Twizzlers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now is a very, very important time in the life of this app. And maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe it's not huge, but A, I really think that it will be. Prediction, it's going to be massive, 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 especially in a post-COVID world where these physical events are going to be less frequent. There's a lot of lot more preparation and cash that goes into it. You're going to see a lot of events hosted on Clubhouse, guaranteed. But the second, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't remember where my train of, the train of thought was going, but there's a life cycle to all these social media apps. And the earlier you get in, the better. And one of the after effects of Clubhouse is that there's no texting on the platform. So what do people do? How do you DM people? How do you say, hey, I like what you said there? Well, you don't do it on Clubhouse. You do it on Twitter. You do it on LinkedIn. You do it on Instagram. So by spending time in Clubhouse, it's probably grown my Instagram account. And this is anecdotal by about 25% in a month. Okay. Because 
people are going to DM you on Instagram. They can't DM you here. So it's, it's, it's like growing all of your platforms at one time. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's really remarkable. That, that is definitely an interesting byproduct, something I hadn't thought about initially, but you're right. I have heard other people mention that they're getting a lot more followers and that would be why is because you can't have that long-term interaction on clubhouse unless you, you keep showing up there. But when you host room, once again, like, how long do you spend hosting a room? Is that something you plan out ahead of time? You say, I'm going to be here for 30 minutes. I'm going to be here for an hour. Because I feel like I've seen some people that it, it feels like are on there all day long. And it's just the room just keeps going and going and going. And like you started at 10 a.m. and now it's five o'clock at night and you're still there. Were you there the whole well, time? You know, some of some of those rooms have co-moderators. So someone might start the room, but then they step out to go work out or go eat lunch and someone else is moderating during that time. So that's, that's part of it. But again, to answer your question, there's no wrong or right. I see some rooms that are only open for 10 minutes, you know, poke in and say, hi, I normally schedule my shows for about two hours. Okay. Okay. For a two hour session. However, sometimes like a huge guest, or we've got a great room going, it's a great vibe and it's, it's really working. We'll go longer than that. But my general rule of thumb is I would say if you're starting your first room, plan it out in advance not too far advanced, plan it out for like, if today's Monday, plan it for Friday or for Wednesday. Okay. Invite a couple of your friends to help moderate it, share out a few screenshots and promotions, and then just go for it. Go for 60 minutes to say, Hey, we'll go for an hour. If nobody shows up, we'll chat for an hour, but people will show up. I promise people will show up. So I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I think there's a lot of new terminology that comes along with this platform. You've mentioned already a few times like rooms, which is pretty, pretty straightforward, pretty easy to understand. But I've heard things like hallway and even phrases like reset the room. These are terms I feel that you kind of learn over time if you spend enough time there. But what terminology do you think someone would benefit from knowing ahead of time? before they even set foot in the clubhouse. And, and I mean, that's another thing. There, there's clubs within the clubhouse. It's something I yeah. didn't quite understand at first either. But what terms do you think would be useful for our audience to understand? Yeah, it, I, and I have a whole YouTube video that goes into a lot of detail on this. You'll have but to give me a link you, to that. I, I definitely will. I'd be, I'd be happy to. And my YouTube channel is Mark Svant Media, where you can find a ton of ton of great videos on this topic. I think the main thing to understand is a hall. So to answer your first question, a hallway is just like the main feed. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just like if you go into Facebook and you're scrolling your main feed, it's, it's the same thing. That's your, your, what we call hallway. And then when you join a room, you're going to join as a listener. Okay. You're going to be at the very, very bottom of the screen, the very, 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 very you're going to be the very last person on the screen because you just joined. You're a listener. If you go on stage, okay, you're going to become a speaker. Speakers are on stage. The first thing that happens when you get on stage is you're going to have the you're going to have a mic button. So you can either tap the mic to mute yourself or tap the mic to start speaking. The mic again, you'll see it's in the bottom right hand corner. Okay, the moderators are going to be the ones who host and control the room. They can mute people, they can boot people, they can promote other moderators. They're going to have a little green like star or button next to their name. Those are the moderators, and they're again they're responsible for the the room. And again, normally it, it depends on the type of room. Normally when you join the stage, you're going to mute yourself and wait for a chance to speak. Wait until the, the host or the moderator again with the little green button says, okay, Matt, welcome to the stage. How can we help you today? 
right? You want to wait for your wait for your turn in line, if you would. And that's it. You get up there, you ask your question, or maybe you interject an interesting point. Maybe you you give a great tip on how to edit your podcast. And I mean, I listen, we could go deep on some of these really basic things, but at the end of the day, just get into a room, raise your hand. There's a button to raise your hand. You'll be brought on stage as a speaker and you'll have an opportunity to speak. And the more time you speak, the more you'll grow. And the more you grow, the more followers you will get on your podcast. That's it. Super easy. That's a nice way to wrap it up. I I like that a lot. I want to give you one last opportunity here. Any other advice you would give to specifically to podcasters who are looking to add Clubhouse to their repertoire? The sooner you can get in, the better. One of the common complaints I've heard is it's iPhone only. I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android. I stole my daughter's iPad. Okay. Get an iPad. You could buy an old iPhone off of eBay or something like that. Get on it as soon as you can. Get on stages, start speaking as quickly as you can. Once you get an idea of how the rooms are run, start hosting your own rooms. And again, the more you speak, the more you host, you you will grow. And, and again, we could go super deep. We've just kind of hit, we've touched the tip of the iceberg. I have a ton of really, really fantastic YouTube content that's out now and more coming to really help you get off on the right foot. You can certainly join my clubhouse rooms where you can get into real Q&A. I get Again, we could get super deep, super technical on how to moderate a room, how to record your podcast live in Clubhouse, okay? How to connect with other people. What's the value of a club? There's there's a lot of stuff we could go into deep. And I would encourage everyone, you can find me all over the web, Mark Savant, Mark Savant Media, and I'd be happy to answer any questions and go deeper with you. I guess one final question I I thought of is, and you maybe kind of answered it already, but how would you say moderating a room is different from hosting a podcast. So there's a lot of similarities, okay? The, but there's, I think there's two main differences between hosting a room in Clubhouse and hosting a podcast. So the first of which is generally when you're hosting a podcast, A, it's not live. Some people do live. That's something I'm actually looking into. Most of the time, it's not live. In Clubhouse, it's live. So that, that's one common difference. Another main difference is typically when you're hosting a podcast, you don't have eight people speaking. Generally, just you maybe a co-host and one other person. Rarely, you can have more than three to four people that are in a room. In Clubhouse, you could have dozens of people in a room, okay? So there's an additional skill that you you probably should look at developing being if you wanna be a Clubhouse host or moderator. And that's how do I get is everyone involved in the conversation? How do I get the other moderators? Because what can one of the problems, one of the challenges with Clubhouse is it can often be, devolve into an ego contest and who can be the most aggressive speaker and keep jumping in and keep jumping in. But some of the most insightful people are not aggressive. They want to wait to be called on. So one of your goals and duties as a, as a host of a clubhouse room is to make sure that that introverted person has really, really great advice. Make sure that you're steering questions to them that they're equipped to answer. So that would be one I could go into it a lot of different ways that moderating is different, but that's one of the big ones. You need to facilitate the conversation in a room with multiple people. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Again, tackling it, going deep in YouTube on that topic also. All right. It sounds like we have a lot of great content over on the YouTube channel. So I, I will make sure to get the the link from you. We'll put, put that down in the show notes for anybody who wants to check it out. But Mark, thank you once again for jumping on the show with me today. I, I I know your handle's pretty much the same everywhere, but if you want to give everybody a rundown of where they can find you online, uh, I'll be sure to include everything in the show notes as well. But 
Go for it. So my show is The After Hours Entrepreneur. You can find me at Mark Savant Media on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. You can find me everywhere. It's Mark Savant. I'm there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll be there and I would love to help you. I'd love to connect. That's really what I do at its, at its core is I either help people in my media company turn their video podcast or their podcast into massive amounts of content, um, or I give you the tools for free and teach you how to do it. So that's what I do. Wonderful. Well, Mark, like I said, you have a lot more that you could talk about. We could go a lot more in depth and maybe we will someday, but I think this has been a great overview of Clubhouse and what it can do for podcasting and podcasters in general. So we'll call it a day there and uh, hopefully talk to you soon. Rock and roll. I'll see you in Clubhouse. Get out there and start speaking today. Do it. I'll do what I can. There you have it. I hope you have a little bit better idea of what Clubhouse is and how it can benefit you as a podcaster. As Mark mentioned, he has a podcasting room that goes live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. I myself will be trying my hand at hosting this Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. Look out for a podcast better room on Clubhouse. Be sure to follow me so you get notified when we go live. That's all for now. I hope to see you on Thursday. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.